here we go. 56 yarder. It's got, no, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Jones goes to the end zone. Oh, what a catch. Devontae Smith, touchdown Alabama. Holy cow. You don't even know what to say sometimes. Georgia with a blitz. Trask going to the end zone. Pitts. Touchdown. My goodness. Joe Burrow just, he, he's so calm, so confident. Knows where he wants to go with the ball the majority of the time. 22-year-old transfer from Ohio State. Eluded the rush. Lost it deep for a touchdown. Jamar Chase. Heaves it. They're bunched up in the end zone. It's tipped up. It's caught. It is caught. Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings. Good afternoon and welcome into the Southern Sports Bros podcast. I am Austin and I am joined by my brother Logan. We have a loaded NFL episode tonight, so we're going to get right into it. The first segment is Primetime Showdowns. This is where we discuss all the primetime matchups of the week. So, first game is Rams at Seahawks, Thursday night at 8.20 p.m. What do you think about this game, Logan? Uh, I think it's a good bounce-back game for the Rams, coming off a loss to the Cardinals. I mean, you definitely... They're definitely still in that contention for the Super Bowl, if not to win the Super Bowl. And uh, Cardinals are a really good team. Cardinals are right up there. It could be between them and the Cardinals to take it home. So it isn't like they lost to an upset. It wasn't an upset. It, it, the game could have went either way. It just Cardinals just showed up. Yeah, you can't. You can't count Seattle out of this game either. With being at Seattle. I can just see this being sort of like last night's game. I mean, it's be like the Rams come out and jump on them like the Chargers did the Raiders last night. Yeah. But next game, Monday night, Colts at the Ravens. I don't really know what to think about this game. This thing's boring. It could be boring, but at the same time, um, I kind of like the Colts coming in this game because, uh, I don't know, Carson Wentz just looked good uh, Sunday. So, I don't know, maybe maybe it puts up a fight. You know, I, most people would take uh, Ravens to run away with it, but I don't know. I like the Colts in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I don't know much about the Colts. Not really watched any of it. I don't know Carson Wentz is banged up. He stays banged up because he don't know how to go down. It's tough, man. He just doesn't care. Whatever it takes to gain yards and win the game. Aren't the Colts' defense pretty good? I couldn't tell you either. Like, 
I don't watch the Colts, but they usually have a decent defense. So. While we're on primetime matchups, I guess we can recap the last night's game, too. Good. Yeah. Um, Chargers came out and their own stadium and looked like the Raiders were the home team. It did. It was like 75% of the tickets sold were to Raiders fans. The Chargers came out in their home stadium and you could hear booze. Mm-hmm. All over the stadium, rain delay or lightning delay, in an indoor stadium. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Five billion dollar stadium or something, and still I was has... like screaming the TV, start the game. This yeah. is stupid. And Herbert comes out and looks good. They, like I said earlier, they jump out pretty good with a twenty-one to nothing. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders just don't have enough to come back. And I think they finally look like I thought they would eventually look like. My takeaway was the Chargers came in, like you said, it's 21 nothing. And then, like I tweeted out and we've talked about before, is Derek Carr, whenever he's down late, just comes alive. And he looked way better than he did the rest of the game. But then it just took like one mess up and it, it ruined the ruined his mojo and – Chargers scored again, put the game away. Yeah, I've always, from the very beginning of this year and all off season, I've been high on Justin Herbert. And I was really excited to see how he would look this year, and I think so far he's proved. There's a bunch of young bucks shined. We had uh, Mac Jones going toe-to-toe with the best in the business. He looked real good. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to pull it off. And I said, if anybody knew how to take down Brady, for sure, it would be Bill Belichick. And it looked like they had a strong game plan coming in. They shut Brady out for most of the game. Yeah, it was like they didn't have many touchdowns, but he was a game manager. Yeah. And the game was low scoring anyway. He just he managed it perfect. He had a turnover, though, so that... And that game winner just sucks yeah. if you're a Pats fan. But we're going to move on to the big game. We uh, we set aside a, this game, its own little segment. Probably the biggest game. Probably one of the biggest games of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see it being a AFC championship vibe. Bills at Chiefs. What do you think about this game? How do you think this is going to play out? It's going to be tough because everybody's putting the Chiefs out, right? And then you got the Chiefs down. Like, going into this game, nobody really expects a whole, whole lot from the Chiefs. But uh, they just signed Josh Gordon. You can take of that how you must. But they just signed Josh Gordon to the 53-man roster. He's supposed to make his debut. So that helps their offense. But the Bills do have... They're, the Bills' defense leads the league in takeaways this year. And uh, defense looks nasty. It's shut out Houston. I think they had five takeaways in that game alone. And I don't know how many defensive scores they had, but they had to have a few, right? Or at least one? I don't know. They look good, though, because... You've already got reports coming out that Josh Allen and the Bills are downplaying this game like not downplaying but like 
they're just saying this is a it's another week. Yeah. We can't like look at it as a special game. And they I think that's their mantra. Like we just we won't come out they treat it like a college team. Come out every week and go one and oh. They do. Like you have like people think that big big NFL like elite NFL teams can overlook people and look at the end of the year goal but this team don't and they just like I said they treat it like a college team. We're gonna come out and go one and oh and they come out and they beat the crap out of people like every week. You know how hard it is in the NFL to get a shutout? Yep. Forty to nothing. I mean, granted, it's the Texans. I mean, Texans aren't great, but got a lot of drama surrounding their team with Deshaun Watson and that whole ordeal. But still, I mean, normally, an opponent towards the end of the game, whenever you're skating and just ready to the game for the game to be over, they'll at least get in field goal range, kick a field goal. Like for you to shut out a team. It's just crazy. I mean, the Bills, <clears throat> Bills are my all-out all favorite right now for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sleep on the Chiefs though. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he he's got a Super Bowl ring for a reason. Um, Andy Reid, they they know what they're doing over there. So we'll see. I mean, they clearly have faith in Josh Gordon. He's been around the league the past couple years, so uh, or he's traveled. I'll say. We'll see what he brings to the team and what they what they have in store because it's a real show for the for the Chiefs too because they played the Chargers. I feel like they downplayed them. I feel like they downplayed the Ravens whenever they lost to them. And then this past week, I couldn't tell if they were downplaying the Eagles or not, but they almost let that game slip away too. Uh but Patrick Mahomes just I feel like Patrick Mahomes is there and Andy Reid is there, but the team as a whole might be a hot take. Might makes people mad. I don't think the team as a whole is there. Like if Pat Mahomes wouldn't have put up five touchdowns in that Eagles game, what would the outcome be, you know? So Right now the Chiefs are three point favorites at home. So they're saying that this is an even game. Yeah. You get three points just for having the home field advantage. Right now, I would take Bills plus three and the under. Over-under is 56.5. I can see this being a defensive game for both sides. And you always, with the Chiefs, no matter what, put a little bit of money on any time touchdown by Travis Kelsey. Yep. You can't sleep on the Chiefs, man. They... This will show if the Chiefs are legit playoff or Super Bowl contenders this year is if they can turn their season around in one week and not only compete against the Bills, but beat the Bills. Because they're playing a lot better team this week. Yeah. If they can show up whenever they have to, like most Super Bowl teams do. Like if you watch Tom Brady play, there's just something like – Many, many of years, whenever Tom Brady was in New England, he was, they'd start out and be like, oh, Tom's washed, he needs to retire, blah, blah, blah. And then he would 
play a decent team or a really good team and make them look like high schoolers. So we'll see. If Patrick yeah. Mahomes can do that, then we can consider him a GOAT. Yeah, we'll see. I'm on the Bills' side for right now. But moving on, we're going to go to our next segment called In the Pocket. In the Pocket's where we pick our quarterback, favorite quarterback, or the quarterback we think had the best performance from the previous week. We talk about their game, their stats, and then we give a quarterback or a few quarterbacks for the next week that we think will have a good performance. So, you want to give yours first or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. I got uh, who stood out to me this week, Sunday. Uh, I got Patrick Mahomes. Put up five touchdowns against the Eagles. Like I said, we just got done talking about the this we just got done talking about the Eagles in the Chiefs game. Um if Pat Mahomes wouldn't have been there, put up those touchdowns. Eagles probably win that game. So I feel like he stood out, but there is a lot of quarterbacks. Pat this week was the numbers guy. If you're going for fantasy points, I guess I don't. I didn't look at the fantasy points, but as far as touchdowns, he had five touchdowns. That, that's pretty good in the NFL. But yeah, his five touchdowns. So he's the numbers guy. But there's a lot of young quarterbacks like Mac Jones, uh, Justin Herbert. They put up pretty good points against pretty good teams. And Mac Jones going toe to toe with Tom Brady. That was a really good game. Yeah. And then my next week pick, I almost forgot about that, is Mac Jones versus Texans. Thought about picking him. Like he's uh, upset at the way the game ended against Brady. That had really been a good, uh, really good thing to write down on a resume going into contract negotiations sometime. A good team to take your frustrations out on. Yeah. You got any more? Uh, that's that's all of them for this week, I think. Matt Stafford versus Seahawks is interesting, but I'm not going to put him up there yet. Uh, my, my quarterback for this past week went 14 for 22, 188 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Dak Prescott versus the Panthers. Uh, Dak coming back from a gruesome injury, playing a – very hopped up Panthers team that is still pretty good as a good game. But Dak's bounced back and shown that he's a big time quarterback and I could see the Cowboys and him being there at the end of the year in the picture. Don't know how far they'll don't know how far they'll go, but they'll be there. That's my pick for last week. This week I could see Ryan Tannehill versus the Jags. Jags are in all kinds of mess right now. We'll talk more about that later. Ryan Tannehill is a solid quarterback. Titans usually, even whenever they're pretty decent, have their way with the Jags. So, Ryan Tannehill versus the Jags is my first one. Uh, Tom Brady versus the Dolphins. Even though they won, he didn't have too great of a game against the Patriots. You could tell the nerves was there. 
I don't think he was, as far as that game specifically against the Patriots, I don't think he was the best quarterback to play that night. No. Mac Jones outplayed Tom Brady. He was nervous. You could tell he was. That had him shaken up, and I could see it. I mean, you could anybody watching that game could see it. He's just very shaky. He didn't look like Tom normally does. And Rob Gronkowski being out. Yeah, and that's a big biggest, deal too. His biggest weakness. And then the third one, third and final quarterback to watch out for next week is Aaron Rodgers versus the Bengals. Bengals are decent and not too great. I can see Aaron Rodgers going off in this game. It's a good game for uh, Aaron to make that MVP push. MVP statement game. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't take uh, Sam Darnold. It's your boy. Yeah. Hey, I'll be honest. I thought about taking him. Ever since I've talked bad on Sam Darnold, he's went out there and proved it. It'd be a good game for him to do it with the Eagles. It'd be interesting. I wouldn't count Jalen Hurts out either. That's what I was about to say. This That'll be a good game for both quarterbacks. I mean, it'd probably be back and forth. Yeah. I'd watch. I don't know. That's a hard pick with that with our defense, but I would watch Heineke versus the Saints too. Yeah, I've, I wasn't gonna say anything, but yeah, t- Heineke might light them up. Kind of scary. All right, that's in the pocket. We're going to move on to the next segment. We have our NFL power rankings. NFL power rankings come out every week. We try not to look at them, so we can have our Honest reaction on here. Number one. We have a new number one. Team that I just said I'm high on. Buffalo Bills. Sort of shocking to me. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, they... The Rams lost, so they had to fall. But... This is the... ESPN power rankings. Not not all the power rankings are the same, clearly. It's different people voting on them. We're here to judge everybody that does this, and I would... That's a tough choice. Like, Cardinals are undefeated, so you kind of got to respect them and put them at number one, at least for this week. Well, they jumped up from number eight. Yeah, but they're the last undefeated team in the league. No, I mean, it's still the NFL. I don't care what you do. They're just looking at history. Which I know last year has nothing to do with this year, especially in the NFL. Yeah. But the Cardinals are just coming out of nowhere. So that's why people are just not taking them serious yet. I mean, they're more than likely they'll eventually lose. I mean, you don't undefeated in the NFL is very rare. I don't expect them to go undefeated. They're going to lose eventually, but <clears throat> they're proving that they're serious, and Kyler's making a very, very, very strong statement for MVP. See, and you put, they put the, the little comments here as the biggest surprise, and they respect the Bills. Their, their biggest surprise for the Bills is defensive dominance, and for the Cardinals, it's success is happening so quickly. It's like they don't. They don't see the Cardinals doing anything. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to go 4-0, but you, 
who's, who's to say you go five and zero, oh, and you know maybe you're four and however many weeks there are now. Like maybe you only win four games. They're basically saying what I said before in the pretenders and con- contenders segment we did, and I think they're too young. So it's, I guess. I still feel like they should get respected at least one week. Because what if they do lose next week? Yeah. And the Rams and the Bucks both lost. So they had to fall. They both mm-hmm. fell two spots. But they're still top, top four teams in the league. Packers, which, I don't know. I don't really know. It's just, it's weird. Uh, I I would I would have probably I would have probably kept the Packers at four, but you can't drop the the Bucks. You can't push. Out. Yeah, you can't push them out and put the Bills and the Cardinals down. They kind of had to move the the Packers. I respect that one. The Browns yeah. at six. They're sort of sitting there, huh? Yeah. Ravens at seven. They're doing the same thing, just floating. Ravens Cow- should be lower. Cowboys moved up. 14 to number 8. People are taking them serious. They really are. Yeah, usually don't care about Cowboys, but... They usually do for the first half of the year, and then they prove that they're the Cowboys. Yeah. Chargers, same situation. They're 3-1. and one. They're serious. Raiders finally took their first loss and fell from 5 to 10. I'm going to stop right there. Talk about the Chargers. Chargers moved from... They stayed the same. They stayed at nine. The Raiders... They beat the Raiders, and the Raiders dropped from five. The Cowboys and the Browns and the Ravens better than the Chargers? Yeah. I I would say so. I guess the Cowboys did beat the Chargers. Cowboys beat them, and Browns couldn't. Beat the Chiefs. Yeah. That's true. Kansas City fell from 10, just 10 to 11. That's like, yeah, they're the Chiefs, but like this is another one of them things where. They're coming off a win. You can't really knock them down too much. They're sort of doing the same situation the Packers did. They're just moving them down enough to keep them. To fill yeah. in the spots of the teams that won. Can I just do the top 15 of this? Yeah. Panthers, coming off loss, stayed the same. I think they just played a team that was better than them. Yeah. They didn't really prove or unprove anything. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, they moved up from 17 to 13. Not really kept up with them this year. Yeah, they've been kind of quiet. That's uh, it's just been right there, right at the edge of the shadows. Broncos, been impressed with them. Yeah, they they were that three and O team going into this week that nobody really expected much from, but we knew that they could prove themselves. We we're like, this was their chance to prove themselves against the Ravens, and uh, and they didn't. I said it last week so sometime that one of the videos, Teddy's like really 
went to a different city and like proved people wrong. Yes. He's a big time quarterback. And the 49ers, I, I look at them sort of like the Seahawks. They're just sort of sitting back. Like, yeah, we know you're good, but like, you've not proved nothing. No, and Garoppolo goes down, and they're still talking about bringing him back if he's healthy over Trey Lance, who put up a show whenever he had to come in. So. Yeah, it's the top 15. So we're not going to go all the way to the end. It's just too much. And more than likely, they didn't really change much down that way anyway. So yeah. we're going to move on to the preview of next week. Week 5 NFL preview. So we have three games of week 5 that we think are going to be the best games to watch for. First one is the Titans at the Jags. We already talked about this earlier. Jags are a four-point home underdog, and we all understand why. Uh, before we get into that whole drama mess, we're just going to hit it real fast. In order for the Jag- or what each team needs to do to win, Titans, they got to fix their offensive line. Ryan Tannehill got banged up too many times last week. And Jaguars, they just they got too much to get done. They got too much to get done. That I don't think there's any hope in this game. On Durban Meyer. Let's get it. I think for the Titans to win, they have to do nothing but hand the ball to Derrick Henry all day because mm. you're playing the Jags. Mm. I don't know. And the Jags sell the team. That's about it. But Urban Meyer is now NFL coach and can't seem to get out of his own way. I'm not going to get into the details. Everybody knows what's happened because we try to stay family friendly. And we don't need to get into the details of that whole story. But he was caught in Columbus. Didn't well, fly back with the team, by the yeah, way. Yeah, let's start there. Didn't fly back with the team after their... Uh game in Cincinnati Thursday night that's not the big deal like the whole thing that happened at the bar is not the big deal you're a grown man that's your business you should know better that in this day and age of social media it's going to get out yeah but the biggest thing is you're an NFL coach and you're acting like a college coach that's like a college kid college player ride back with your team on the plane. After a I, loss. Like I heard somebody else say. You go around. You do your pep talks. Your walkthroughs. Tell the team. This is what's going to change next week. And if you want to go out. When you get to the airport. Go in the hangar. And get in your private plane. And go somewhere else the rest of the weekend. Because your game week is over. Then that's your choice as an adult. First off. Do your job. As far as the game, we need to move on to the second game. But as far as this game, Titans in a blowout. Yep. Jaguars collapse from the inside. Yeah. Second game, Browns at Chargers. Chargers are a one and a half home favorite. Browns show up, they win this game. If they uh, if they lack slack off at all, Chargers win. 
They gotta hit them with everything they got. I feel like Chargers are on a roll. I like. It's hard, but if you get Nick Chubb going, and you can rattle Justin Herbert with Miles Garrett, uh, I like Browns a lot. I like the Browns' defense to stop the Chargers' offense more than the other way around. Yeah, and that—that's another thing. Is like Browns are getting their defense. Yeah, Miles Garrett over here. You got Joey Bosa over here. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I'd probably take Browns too. This Chargers coming off Monday night, or not Monday night? Yeah, yeah, Monday night. <laughs> Carter's coming off Monday night, just a fast turnaround. I can see the, the Browns taking this one. And the last game, 49ers at Cardinals. Can the Cardinals stay undefeated? Yes. It's at home. Cardinals are five and a half points favorites. Five and a half point home favorites. Um, so They're two and a half. If you follow that home field rule, they're two and a half favorite points. Points better. Yeah, I feel like Cardinals stay undefeated in this game. Uh, just because if if Garoppolo comes back, I don't think Garoppolo has enough to win the game. If Trey Lance starts, I think he's too young to compete with a team as high of a caliber as the Cardinals. So, I do like Trey Lance. And Jimmy Garoppolo is still in the talks. They got... Uh, Kyle Shanahan's not ready to rule him out yet. I'm I'm not going to brag, but I did say that Trevor Lawrence will have a good game against the Bengals, and he did. He had a really good game, mm. even though they, even though they're in a bad situation and all that. He had a good game, and this could be where Trey Lance. I mean, this would be a good team for him to prove it against. Really good team. I don't think that he has enough. I think the Cardinals defense is going to be too much for him. But we'll see. All right, we're going to move on to. Oh, no. We're done with our segments. Nice. We're done with our segments, and we thought we'd do something a little different this time. So we're going to have a little fun and do a tier list for NFL quarterbacks so we'll switch on to that alright first one is pretty obvious Tom Brady S tier I don't think you can disagree with that no No, like we'll, we'll come to an agreement and I'll put them wherever so like I'll give my opinion you give your opinion if we agree then I'll put it there, and if we don't, we'll talk it out till we come to an agreement. Joe Burrow. Right now, I would say C. C, because he's not been able to prove himself yet, and he don't have any weapons. He's not terrible, but he's not. I feel like B is average, and he's not average. He's below average, but he's not terrible compared to veteran quarterbacks. I don't know. I don't know. That's sort of hard. Like, that's just that's a tough decision. 
Think he's average? I mean, I don't know. I feel like he would. He's average. His team's not. Well, we can look at it that way. Uh, Dak Prescott. A. Yeah, he's above average. I'll give him that. What is Fitzpatrick? Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, do you want to do him or you want to skip him? I mean, we can do him. I think we got the same uh, okay. thoughts, right? Since this is all based on team, so we'll, this is his Fitzpatrick's picture, but we'll say Haneke. Haneke would be C to me. I think he's a B, close to an A. Like he's, I think he's below Joe Burrow just because he hasn't had a good enough sample size. Nah, you you strap him up against Joe Burrow, I think he wins ten out of ten times. I, I just, agree. With, I agree just because I like. He him. just has yeah. that it factor. I don't know. Pat Mahomes. Yes. Yeah. That who's that? Deshaun. Deshaun Watson. Uh, D, I guess. No, we won't do him. Let's give it. No, we can still do him. He's A. A. Like if he play, if he's playing this year, he's a top five quarterback in the league. With that team, though. If no. he's playing for the Houston Texans, is he, he lost team? his biggest weapon? Yeah. I, th- I put him at B. Just if he's playing this year with the Houston Texans, he is not a top five quarterback. We just, I mean, that's our opinion, but we won't put him up here. Okay. Right, Sam Darnold. After last week? B. After last week, I'm putting him at an A. But overall, he's got more to prove. I would put him at B. And... I'd say B, just because of the sample size with the Panthers. Yeah. Is that... Goff? Yeah. Goff is a C quarterback. Goff is a C quarterback. I don't care where he goes. I do not think he will win. Nice. Overrated coming out of school. So. Let's do Aaron on this one, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. You could argue A, but... He's like lower S, at least this year. And then Zach like Wilson's a D. Wilson is a D because he hasn't proved nothing yet. Yeah, he's proved he sucks. Russell Wilson, A. Yeah, we'll put him at A just for history. Daniel Jones. Like I, would, I would say any I would probably say any quarterback on here that has a Super Bowl ring you put him at S but you can't really do that mm-hmm. so I agree with A Daniel Jones is a D yeah Daniel Jones is uh... yeah anyways Kirk Cousins B B I think he like he's not over he's not he's average. He's a yeah, definition I mean, of average. We can't put him on the same level as Russell and Dak. If there was it, like a B to A, like something in between, that's where I'd put him. 
B.5. Yeah. That's where he's at. He's in between B and C. Because mm-hmm. he's like, he's a, he's a definition of average. He's reliable enough to win you a game, but he's not good enough to win you a playoff. Nope. Unless it's against the Saints. Yeah. Anyways. Josh Allen. A, right? Yeah. That's easy. This season will determine whether, because I could, he could be a very, very quick S. Yeah, he's right on the edge. He's the he's A point five. Justin Herbert A. Yep. The young the youngest player up here to prove himself the most. Yep. Ryan Tannehill B or A? He's A. I think he's more he's he's better than average. You put I mean you see how big of a jump he took from the Dolphins to the Titans. That's you, true. You put him on an even better team, what could he do? Tua. C. Uh, D. D. That's cause he's good when he's healthy. Uh, you can't you can't go from a D to a C if you can't stay on the field. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Who's that? Jameis and Taysom. Drew. Oh, Jameis and Drew Tyson. and Jameis. Uh. B. D. B. B. Average. Has some games where he sucks, some games where he's crazy good. You got him. That's a that's average. I'm very disappointed in Jameis Winston after the past two weeks. I mean, we're Saints fans, so we would probably put him here. Where? C. I'm putting him at C. Let's put him at C. Okay. Kyler Murray. A. A, and he's just like Josh. Uh, I'll do this. Yeah. A tier at the top, though. All right. Derek Carr. He's looked a lot better this year than he usually does. I don't know where I would put him. Probably... B.5. Yeah. In between A and B. Jalen Hurts is uh, B. I don't know. I'm putting him at C. Oh, I said Derek Carr is a B. Oh, yeah. Derek Carr is a B. Jalen Hurts is probably C because he hasn't proved. Yeah. He's a C that could very well become an A by the end of the season. Baker Mayfield... The A, right? Like, you put him as a killer team. He's a good quarterback. No, That's hard. My bugging. B.5? Yeah, I'm like, I'll give him A. But, like, it's very close. I put him, like, number one in the B. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, can you put Herbert over him, though? Yeah. Mainly based on the team, but I don't know. He has made mistakes late well, in games that separate him from being great. So. Let's, let's order these. Like Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers. Is that right? Yes. Or you put Rodgers above? Nope. And then Josh Allen, Kyler, Dak, you put Russell in front of Dak? No. 
I would almost put Herbert above Russell this year. This year, yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Unless you just want to gas up Herbert and put him above Russell and then Russell above Tannehill. It's up to you though. You gotta put You put Derek Carr second in the B based off this year? Yeah, then I would put So Baker, Carr, Burrow. Heineke's probably ahead of Burrow, right? Yeah. I got it pulled up on mine here. I got uh, how I got it right there is pretty much. I got Baker, Carr, Heineke, Darnold, Cousins, Burrow. You got Burrow last? Yeah. You think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Burrow? With the team he's got, he just doesn't. He can't. He hasn't proved himself yet. He went out with an injury last year. I mean, he could change. And then uh, Jalen, Jameis, Goff. Mm. I don't like Jalen in the C, bro. But yeah, it'd be Jalen, Jameis, Goff. And then Tua. Jones, Wilson. Or you put Wilson ahead of Jones. They're tied. We'll just say they're tied at the bottom of the barrel, as low as it gets. Okay, Jimmy G. They both came out with a win, though, so like, don't, don't bash us too hard this week. Jimmy G, because he's got Trey Lance in that picture, I'm going to put him at B. Ahead of... Cousins below Burrow or ahead of Burrow? He's below Cousins. Well, I forgot you got. Oh, I, I haven't put mine with yours. Yeah, he's ahead of Cousins. So below Burrow Burrow. and then Garoppolo. Yep. Then okay, Teddy. We'll Drew say Locke. it's Teddy Andrew Lock. We'll say Teddy. Well, he's hurt right now. Yeah. He's a starter. I got to put him at B. And because he's hurt below Cousins? Well, I mean, we'll just, the whole year, if he comes back, he's above Cousins. Stafford. A. A, in between Kyler and Dak, or above Kyler? I think between... I don't know. Has he proved enough with the Rams to be above Kyler? I don't think he's proved enough with the Rams to be above Dak. Dak. I think he's above Russell. And he's above Herbert. And he's yeah, he's he's behind Dak. Okay. Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, D right now. All right, so I give a C. C. Yeah, C above Hertz. As long as Andy Dalton doesn't play. Lamar Jackson is It's gonna be tough on me. Bottom A quarterback. 
I would say in between Russell and Tannehill. Whoa. Put him above Tannehill? Yeah. Choir? Who do you have? Where you got Herbert at over there? Josh Allen, Kyler, Dak, Stafford, Herbert, Russell, Lamar, Tannehill. I respect that. Big Ben. B tier at the top, though. B at the top this year? This year? I mean, we're going solely off this year. I thought we were. If, he's a, if you're going off this year. I mean, I if put, we weren't, would you have put Derek Carr at the top of the B? No. Okay. I'm thinking. I'll, I'll put B right below Baker. Derek Carr's had a better year than him, but it's still Big Ben. I'd put him above Heineke, below Carr this year. That's close enough. Just because he's... Matt Ryan. D? This year, yeah. At the top. Uh, bottom C. He's still a good quarterback. Carson Wentz. C. C. Uh, in between Jameis and Goff. I was going to put in between Hurts and Jameis. I think you're dis- disrespecting Jameis a little bit. <laughs> All right, we put him behind Jameis. Just because you hold him higher because he's quarterback for your team. All right, Mac Jones. He's like. Right now, honestly. Because he I'll hasn't proved him. himself, I would put him. Well, where would you put him? I think he's better than Jalen Hurts. Yep. I think he's better. I think he's better than Andy Justin Dalton Fields. and Justin Fields, so I put him in top of the C. Just uh, because he hasn't proved himself. I think he's way better than Kirk Cousins, but we'll just. You gotta see. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Well, he did have a good game uh, Thursday night. He's not proving himself, and he's on a crappy team. But he's better than Zach Wilson. He's better than Daniel Jones, and he's better than Tua. But I don't know to this point if he's going to have a better career than Matt Ryan. Put him on top of the D. Bottom of the C. Just because, like you said, he's better than them. Now, we didn't do Deshaun Watson, if you want to put him at C or whatever. You want to put Deshaun Watson somewhere? Uh, yeah, we can. We'd put him... What do you think? I mean... I don't think they would be as bad as the Steelers have looked right now. I'd put him in between Carr and Big Ben. Like, high B. Just based off what I think they would do this year. I respect that, yeah. Is that good? 
Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, you got anything else? Uh, that's it for mine. I got that's everything I got. You see, uh, Urban making it to the end of the season? No, end of this year. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. No. There's always some coach fired in the middle of the year, and I think with him, you can't look at how bad the Jags are. You also have to look at what college jobs come open. I don't think it's even getting fired. I think it's like college jobs that open and he just jumped ship like I can't do this I'm a, I have heart problems saw like the best best uh, comparison I guess or like I guess it's comparison I don't know the words for it um, you got different types of coaches you got good good coaches that teach football and then you got recruiters and, like, Nick Saban's a recruiter. Dabo. I don't know what Dabo is. Urban Meyer's a recruiter. You just got these different coaches that wouldn't make it in the NFL because they're recruiters. They're good at, good coaches at football. But it, you're a recruiter. That's your base. Like, you can bring in good players, but can you develop and draft good players? It goes back to what I said last week. You can't talk to NFL players like you can college players. Yeah. Especially like... Because they're getting paid more than you. Urban Meyer's not going in there and like taking over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and looking Tom Brady in the eye and telling him what to do. Tom Brady knows more about football than you do. So, At the NFL level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it comes down to the... So... This scenario, James Franklin, which I don't see this happening because Penn State will more than likely go far. They may be in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're in top four now. But say USC comes, Urban will always be their baby boy. So I don't know how it'll work out, but say... USC starts talking to James Franklin and that that starts heating up or they start talking to Dan Mullen or somebody like that and he's like oh, I gotta if I want to get out of here I gotta I gotta do something have my agent start pushing my name so like, if he starts feeling pressure that he may not get a good which if he wanted a college job he'd get it tomorrow I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I just think it depends on what college jobs come open. Mm -hmm. Urban Meyer could very well be in the SEC next year. Because LSU is going to come open. That yeah. would be interesting. That would be very interesting. But I doubt he's going to do it because his daddy's still in the SEC West. So. Yeah. He's uh, 
Everybody's daddy, I guess. The whole reason he left Florida is still here, so. The cause of his heart problems is still here, so. If Dan Mullen leaves, could he uh, go back to Florida? I don't think he's coming back in the SEC. I think if anybody ends up at Florida, it'll be Lane Kiffin. I don't know why you're so high on Lane Kiffin leaving Ole Miss. If he keeps jumping ship, he's he left Tennessee after one year. He left USC. Or he got he got fired from USA, right? Left on the tarmac. Yeah. And then that's just who he is. Travels too much, man. He's like he's I don't know, but he may, he may not. My eyes were opened this last weekend with at the Bama game whenever he was like. Pulled his little stunt, throwing the headset down. And everybody's talking. Somebody I heard was talking about just when we thought Lane Kiffin grew up. He pulls a stunt, very... like, get your popcorn ready, and throws the headset down. And so. gets beat. He's very immature. Yeah. And he's not proven nothing. You want to be real, he's not proven a thing. Nope. So until he does, I don't know, but... That's a, that's a good possibility he could go back to USC, too. But like I said, Urban's going to be there saving grace till he says no. That'll be their number one guy until he says no or goes somewhere else or stays in the NFL another year, which he's not going to. We'll see, though. Yeah, it's something to keep your eye on. It's uh, my favorite time of the year when the coaching carousel gets kicked up. Mm -hmm. Especially in college. It's fun. And then you have the dominoes fall and coach, college coach leaves to go to the NFL. I think it's even more amplified this year because there's so much talk about college coaches leaving and going to the NFL. And it all revolves around what Urban does. Basically, like I don't see a coach from the NFL getting fired other than Urban, Nagy, maybe Joe Judge. I just, I just want to see the enemy, OC for the Chiefs, somebody that can talk to it, knows how to talk to a young man, and knows how this generation is go to either the Jags or the Bears and coach Lawrence or Fields and turn them into a beast. I think he's he's gonna get a job this year. He should have got one last year. It's probably it all the, revolves around defense though. I mean no team that wins the Super Bowl isn't full circle. They always got a good offense. They always got a good defense. You always got a good running game. Good quarterback. So, like, got Tom Brady. They got to figure out the running game. Their defense is okay. Their pass defense needs some work. They brought in Richard Sherman for that. So, I don't know if I would count them a Super Bowl team. But then you look at a team like the Bills. They got Josh Allen. They got a Lots out defense. So. But anyway. I don't know. See we that get, little see that little date to 
Bottom left. By the time this video goes up, Urban could be fired. It could be. If it is, we're from the future. Yeah. If it don't happen, just forget it. Men in black. Don't worry about it. A little neuralizer there. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to post this video sometime sooner or later. We, so we added that at the bottom left so you can see when we recorded it. When you won't be in the comments saying that we're wrong. So, Like the videos. Comment on the videos. Tweet at us. Tell us what you want to see. And we'll be back next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter. I've been live tweeting a lot. And I'm yeah, tired of talking to myself. So Logan's on the Twitter. Tired of talking to myself. So uh, follow me on Twitter. Or follow the SS Bros podcast on Twitter. And tweet. And you'll be talking to Logan. Yes. But thanks for watching. We'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Peace.